Good morning, Chodesh Tov, the first day of Rosh Chodesh Tammuz, Tov Shim Pei Beis. Welcome to all those joining us for Likutei Halachas, Yoradeya Chelek Aleph, Hilchois Hechsher Kelim, Halacha Dalid, Paragraph Yud Test. Today's learning is dedicated Lilu Nishmas, Tuvia Brabisro Yitzchok, Yerachmiel Daniel Ben Gedalia, and Rosa Basi Tamar, and for a complete Refuah Shalema for all those that need it, including Chaviva Chana Basgalia, Avigail Brocha Bas Shira Dvoira, Shira Dvoira Bas Miriam, Yosef Avrom Eliezer Nisim Ben Pesia, Jonas Ben Hilda, Leirena Bas Aviva, Aviva Chaya Bas Esther Mindel, Soraleya Bas Chavaliba, Shimon Zvulon Ben Soraleya, Mazel Bas Zahava, Rus Alexandra Esther Chaya Bas Luna Patricia, Yehuda Ben Soramaya, Chaim Ben Rachel, Chana Bas Hadasa Shendel, Sorafega Baschana, Shlemenisim Ben Mazal, Avram David Ben Chana, Hindachasa Baschana, Miriam Esther Bas Soregitl, Idis Bas Miriam Brindel, Michal Sora Bas Hadasa, Tuvietzvi Ben Chayaliza, Miriam Soraliana Bas Yehudis Toira, Yehudis Ruchoma Bas Chavarus, Shimon Eliezer Ben Rochel, Yusbehendel Bas Gitleya, Avivilan Bas Yusbehendel, Sorocho Bas Yusbehendel, Yafa Bas Tvoira, Nachman Ben Yafa, Ami Ben Chai Ben Yehudes Gila, Asa Ben Yehudes, Besor Shar Choyle Yisrael. We're continuing in this halacha, which again is based on Torah Samach Vov in Likud Yamaran. Paragraph Yutes, V'zeh Shebikesh now we can understand the prayer that appears at the end of the Shemayin Esrei, that we say three times a day. Eloikai netzur l'shoni meira usfoses usfosecho midaber mirma. Hashem, please guard my tongue from saying anything bad and my lips from saying anything negative. V'lemekalalai nafshi sidoim. And regarding those that curse me, I should be silent. V'nafshi keofor lakol tiyeh. And I should be like dirt. I should feel humble, small, like dirt, compared to everyone else. Shebikesh, the, the Tana is pleading with Hashem, Shekeneged kol hasoinim, hoim demolov, lemonim and oemes, that towards all his enemies who rise up against him to try to prevent him from coming close to the truth, from coming close to Hashem, to the Torah, to Tzadikim, and they curse him, and they insult him terribly, he shouldn't stand up, up across them to speak against them, to, to copy what they're doing, but rather, but rather to fulfill the Pesach that says, be silent for Hashem, and, and be completely silent. The terms doim and yishtoik mean to be silent verbally and even in his heart, not to be screaming, not to be saying anything negative towards them. V'yosim atzmoi ka'ofor, and to make himself like dirt, which is silent, which doesn't scream, which everyone steps on, and yet the dirt gives back only goodness, produce, vegetables, fruit, and by following this formula, <coughs> he'll be zorcha to get to see the truth, and he'll be zorcha to become strong in his holy desire, desire for Hashem, desire for the right things. And through this strong, holy desire, he'll be zorched to create an opening, the opening that we spoke about throughout this halacha, to be able to take Hashem's divine light and blessings from potential into actualization. That, that's referred to as the opening. As we say in Ashrei, Hashem, open up your hands and give us your light, your bounty. Kanal, as we've discussed earlier in this halacha, 
וזהו פסח ליבי בסוירה סכה. And this is why the, the Tana continues, Hashem, please open up my heart to your Torah. Note the verb that's being used is open, Psach Daika, open, Bechinas Pesachanal, referring to this opening up. Shalzeh Bikesh Dovid, and it's regarding this that Dovid Amelech pleads with Hashem, and he says, Pischuli Sharei Tzedek, Hashem, please open up for me the gates of righteousness. Vesiyem, and he concludes over there, Zeh Hashar Lashem. This is the entranceway to Hashem. What is the entranceway to Hashem? Tzadikim. Ki yefshu liftoyach Hashar, b'chinas poiseach es yodecho, yudecho anal, kiim alidei hiskarvus letzadikim. Because it's impossible to really open up that entranceway to open up the hands of Hashem, the two Yuds, the Yud of Yud Kevavke in the beginning and the Yud at the end of Aleph Dalet Nun Yud without coming close to true Tzadikim. And this is why he says afterwards, and Hashem, allow me to run after your mitzvahs. I should run after your mitzvahs. Rav Nassau says, note the wording. It doesn't say fulfill the mitzvahs. It says tirdoif, to chase after. When does a person run after something? When they have a tremendous desire and longing for it. Where the person is always running and yearning with deep desire to do good. And even if the person doesn't succeed in doing the good, he doesn't stop wanting it. He doesn't stop yearning for it and longing for it. He's always running to try to do good, to try to do mitzvahs, to try to learn Torah. And it says in another Pasuk where it speaks about a person who really loves Hashem and wants to come close to Hashem, it's a person who chases after charity and kindness. And through this, the Pasuk continues there, All of those who rise up against me and want to harm me, Hashem should push aside their, their plans and eliminate their th- and, and dispel their thoughts. All of them should buckle and fall. And all the plans that they make to harm me should be pushed aside. And they will not be able to prevent me anymore from coming close to Hashem, from coming close to the tzaddik. Because through intense desire and longing and yearning that a person has, especially when they experience these obstacles and these tests and people that are opposing them, that's how a person succeeds in breaking and eliminating all and overcoming all the obstacles. Rav Zal is writing this, obviously, based on what he was going through in life. Those that are familiar with the story of his life know that he went through five years of incredible, incredible opposition, machloikis, where people did horrific things against him and all of his students, against Breslov, burning the Sforim, tearing up the Sforim, getting people, causing divorces among people, and and all kinds of horrific, terrible things, trying, getting Rav Zal to be put in jail in, in Russia, in Russian jail with murderers and drunks and cutthroats. And Rav Zal's writing here about what he understands from this chapter in Likut Imran Torah Samachvov as to exactly what the right way to respond to that is and what the correct way to respond when a person is experiencing any type of major machloikis, opposition. Paragraph Chof, 
וזהו בחינס גוידל המיילו והטהרו והקדושו של טבילס מקווה שזויכן ישראל. And based on this, again, we'll understand the incredible benefit and purity and holiness that a Jew is zoichet to by dipping in the mikveh. V'zeh b'chinas ha-mikveh shel shvuas. And this also relates to the mikveh that the Zohar HaKadosh speaks about on the night of shvuas, when men go to the mikveh at night, after chatzois, after midnight, before Alois HaShachar. That's the final purification to prepare us to receive the Torah on the morning of Shavuos. And it's from that mikvah of Shavuos night that all the mikvahs that the Jews go to throughout the year draw from the holiness of that mikvah. And this is also tied into the Pasuk that says, Hashem is the mikveh of Klal Yisrael. The word mikveh has two meanings. Mikveh is a gathering of water that a person dips in in order to purify themselves. And the word mikveh is also Miloshin Tikva, the hope, the salvation. Hashem is the hope and salvation of the Jewish people. All those that leave you, will be embarrassed and shamed. And those that turn away from you will be written in the ground. Because they have left the source of living waters, Hashem. This is a tefillah that was said by Yirmiyo Anovi when he experienced tremendous machloikis, opposition against him. Because as we learned a few pages ago, when a person dips in the mikveh, they draw that double power. That's the real life. The source of living waters. Note again, life coming from mayim. Which we draw from Hashem via the true tzaddik, shehu ikar hatzinoir. He is the main pipe she'al yodoi nimshach kol hachius digdusha, through which Klal Yisrael draws and receives all holiness, the chol habrachos, and all blessings, the chol hahashpoi sheboilam, and all types of shefa, bounty of the world. As is known, this is not a Breslov thing. This is known throughout all of the Holy Sforim, the Zohar Kodesh, the Sifrei Kabbalah, all of them stress this, that all these spheroids, there's a possible, all streams feed into the sea, into the ocean. And the Zohar Kodesh explains this refers to all the spheroids, all of the upper spheroids. Keser, Chochmabina, Chesed, Gvur, Teferes, They're all feeding into the sea. What is the sea? The Malchus. The words El Hayam make up the word Elohim. Elohim is one of the names of Hashem for Malchus. Velokim Malkim Ikedem. Hashem is my king from way back. So all the streams feed in the Malchus. Where's the funnel? Where's the pipe that they all feed into to get to the Malchus? The answer is Yesoid. The sphere of Yesoid, which is right above Malchus, Yesoid is the Tzadik. V'tzadik Yesoid Oilam. All Shefa, all Bracha, all Bounty, all comes via the Tzadik to Klal Yisrael, to the rest of the world. The Zohar Kodesh quotes a pasuk, that from Oichel comes forth Michael. What is Oichel? The Zohar Kodesh says Oichel is the Tzadik. There's a pasuk, Tzadik Oichel is Soivanafshoi. The Tzadik eats to satisfy his soul. So it's from the Tzadik, via the Tzadik, that the world receives all of its Hashpah. It comes from Hashem. 
and Hashem gives it to the tzaddik, he is the distributor for the whole world. Just as we saw this, the whole world saw this, Paroi understood this. There are religious Jews that hear this, and they're going to say, this is Christianity, this is Buddhism, this is Shmudism. They're Shmudism. They don't, they don't learn Torah, they don't know the truth. In the Chumash, the Torah tells us the story that there was a famine in the world and no one had any food, no one had anything. And, but Hashem prepared the Rifua before the Makkah. Paroi had this dream, seven fat cows, seven skinny cows, seven fat stalks, seven skinny stalks. He went to all of his wise men. He had people who were stargazers. These weren't clowns. These were people who Hashem gave them the ability to read the stars. And they couldn't get it right. They tried to offer all kinds of false interpretations of his dream. And Paroi was able to catch it because he changed one detail in the dream. And he understood if they don't know that, then they're not, they're not qualified to interpret the dream. In his dream, the Pusik says he was standing on the water. Oymeid al hayoer. That's the wording in the beginning of Parshas Miketz. When he tells over the dream to Yosef Atzadik, he says, "Vehineni oymeid al sfas hayoer." I was standing at the edge of the river. Yosef says, "Excuse me, buddy, you were not standing at the edge of the river. You were standing on the river." And when Paroi heard that, he got scared. He knew this is the real deal. This guy knows what he's talking about because he sees, he saw my dream. That's why the Pasuk says in Tillin, Sfas lo yodati eshma, edus bihi Yosef, that what was testimony to the validity of Yosef HaTzadik, that he's the true Navi, the true Tzadik, is when he said, Sfas lo yodati eshma. In my video, I didn't see Sfas. I didn't see the edge of the river. I saw you were standing on the river. And then he explained to Paroi that because you are the king, you are the leader, your dreams are dreams that don't apply to you, it applies to the whole world. That the world is going to experience seven years of famine now, and they're going to be, there's going to be starvation. And unless you make the proper preparation for this, it's all over. And Paroi said, so, so what am I supposed to do? So Yesvat Sadiq said, you have to find somebody very, very smart, an economic minute that, that can... Paroi says, I'm looking at him. Don't tell me no baloney. I know exactly. When I, based on the way you were able to interpret this dream correctly, I see there is no one that has chachma and bina like you. Paroi understood this. And, and, and Yosvat Sati gives him the advice that during the seven years of bracha, we'll put away, we'll store tons and tons of food so that when the famine comes, we'll have savings, we'll have saved up, we'll have, we, we won't starve. We'll be, so the, the, the Gemara says, the Paroi heard this and his advisors heard this. They said, we got the solution, we, we, know, we don't need it. We can do that, we'll store food ourselves. The Gemara says they stored food, all of their food rotted and spoiled. It didn't last. They didn't have freezers and refrigeration like we are even today with freezers. I don't know if you could store something for seven years. Their food all rotted and spoiled. So everyone had to come to Yosef. Hashem was teaching the world, the whole world, that everyone needs the tzaddik. Everyone, everyone. Those that come to him, those that make an effort to come close to him, it's easier for him to provide for them. Those that don't come to him, it's more difficult for them to receive. And those who oppose the tzaddik, Rahman al they sometimes won't receive from the tzaddik. They'll get from the sitrachra, from the other side. So if we see them succeeding, if we see they have, it's no proof that they're doing so well. Could be all of this success is in this world, in order that chas v'shom, rachmon in the next world, they're dealt with differently. V'alkein, and therefore, i'efshar lekabel es it's impossible to really receive the Torah without dipping in the mikveh first. That's what that mikveh of Shavuos night teaches us, that the way that a Jew prepares themselves to receive the, the Torah is through mikveh. She'oz nimshach ha'tara mimokon govoyam o'id. 
when a person goes to the mikvah, they're drawing purity from a very, very high place. Mebechinas shar hachamishim, from the 50th level. As the Arizal writes in the pre Chaim when he explains the secret kavonas of the holiday of Shavuos. Kishar hachamishim, that's what the, the, the word mon, the Arizal says, is mikveh nun, the mikveh of the 50th level. Kishar hachamishim, zebechinas shoyresh hachil soelyoin, bigdusho hoelyoin amoy. That term, the 50th level, represents the source of the highest level of chius, of life, in holiness. Shehu bechinas ruchoi shel Moshiach. That's where the divine spirit of Moshiach comes from. Bechinas ruach elokim hamarachefes al pnei amoyim. That second posik in the Torah where it speaks about the divine spirit of Hashem that hovers over the waters. Which waters? The mikvah waters. And that's one of the best places from which we draw that pishnaim, that double power. Which, which receiving the Torah is all about. Because the entire Torah is referred to as this double. Bechinas, as it says in Mishle, ki kiflayim That tushia, which is one of the nicknames of the Torah, is kiflayim. It's a double power. Ki chol lovush shonim. And as we mentioned previously, in, in Mishle, the Pesach says, the entire house, the house here refers to the whole Torah, is filled with shonim, and the Gemara says, loshin shnayim. It means two, like the Gemara says, that there are many places in the Torah where it uses a double lotion, posoyach tiftach, hanek tanek. And this is the concept of the entire Torah which students receive from their true holy Rebbe in each and every generation. Shehu Bechinas Pishnaim. That's referred to as, just like Elisha Novi <coughs> received this Pishnaim from his Rebbe, the fact that it appears in the Torah, the Torah is not a history book. The Torah doesn't tell us anything that happened thousands of years ago, and it doesn't apply today. If it says it in the Torah, it means that today also, when Talmidim Azurcha to come close to a true tzaddik, they're receiving this Pishnayim. Vialkein, Aridei Tvilas Mikvah, Noiflim Kol Hasoinim. And therefore, by a Jew going to the mikvah, <coughs> that brings about the downfall of all of our enemies. Especially those who try to block us from being able to bring things from potential to actuality in holiness. Because when a Jew submerges themselves in the mikvah, they go completely below the waters. I'm nullifying myself. I'm closing my eyes. I'm, I'm making myself almost nothing. I'm not breathing. This is one of the forms of bitul, of a person nullifying themselves completely to Hashem and of <coughs> putting my life on the line. I'm stopping to breathe. <coughs> when I'm under the mikvah. This is an example of the perfection of holy rotsoin. When we talk about holy rotsoin, it means that a person wants to come close to Hashem. They want to, they want to do everything they can to please Hashem, and I'm willing to die for Hashem. An example of dying is going to the mikvah. A person goes under the water there and stops breathing, even if it's just for a few seconds. Shezel bechinas tvilas mikvah. This is one of the great concepts of toiveling in the mikvah. Kizeh yodua, because this is a known fact. Sheha'odam eino yochoy lichyos betoich that a human being is not a fish. 
A human being cannot live, cannot survive in water. V'alkein, and therefore, when a person submerges themselves completely under the water, that person is giving up his soul in a sense and nullifying himself completely temporarily for those seconds. This is an example of a person who has such a powerful desire for Kedusha, <coughs> because the main intention that a person is supposed to have in toiveling is, that by dipping in the mikvah waters, I want to try to draw upon myself a holy ruach. And by this strong desire, a person makes that effort to go to the mikvah, and they pay for the mikvah, and they get undressed. It takes time and effort, and they're going underwater completely. This is not a swim, where a person is swim. They're submerging themselves under the water. They're burying themselves in the water. Through this, a person connects to the shoyrish of the Ruach Elion of Kedusha, Shubachinas Ruach Elikim Hamarachef Al Pnei Amoim Kanal. And by doing this, every time a person does this, they're to take from there a new holy ruach from from potential into actualization. And then automatically all of that person's enemies and opposition falls. Which are one of the forms of those obstacles that are blocking a person from being able to actualize all of their good desires. Because there's a rule in the Torah. When the Kedusha goes up, the Sitrachra goes down. And this is why it says in the Pasuk, Mikveh Yisroel Hashem, that the, the holy mikveh, Alidezeh Kol Oizvecha, all those that leave you, meaning, Sheheim Hamoinim Vachokim, these are the obstacles and the opposition, those that, are, that you're not with me, you're not with me, you're against me. Yevoshu, they'll be shamed. Vesurai Ba'oretzikosevu. Shehasorim minoemes. Surai means those who turn away, those who turn away from the truth, from Hashem, from the tzaddik, vaoimdim limnoya minoemes. And they rise up to try to block people, to prevent people from coming close to the truth. Ba'oretzikosevu. Ukamashapirish Rashi Shon, as Rashi Kodesh explains over there, Shezeh Hispalel Yirmiya Hanovi. This is the tefillah that Yirmiyanovi said towards those who are opposing him and rising up against him. Omar and he said, Those who are turning away from my words. Yirmiyanovi was a Novi. He was giving over messages from Hashem. So those who turn away from my words, they're not willing to listen to my mission that I was given by Hashem to give over a message, they will be inscribed in, in deep graves. Because through mikvah, that brings about the downfall of a person's enemies, which are the obstacles. The Alkane, Mikveh Moishua Bechol Hatsoros. And this is why Mikveh helps a person when a person has any type of crisis or problem. And this is why it's known in Breslov that when Chasvishon, a person has any type of a crisis, the Ershtezach, the first thing is Mikveh. First thing is to go to the mikveh, based on this paragraph from Mikutei Alochis. This, based on this pasuk, mikveh Yisroel Hashem Moishiyoi Beis Tzora. 
any kind of crisis, a financial crisis, a health crisis, any type of emergency situation. Kamosh Kosov, as it says clearly in the Pasuk, Mikve Yisroel Moishioi Be'es Tzoro. Ki Iker Kol Hatzoroiz, Heim Hamaniyoiz, Shemoinem Esoodam, Meavoyiz Hashem Yisboro Be'emes. Because the main tsara, the main problem of a Jew is those things that are blocking the person from properly, from really serving Hashem properly. That's the biggest problem. A person has this problem, that, all of those problems are nonsense compared to the, the Yetzirah and the different ways that the Yetzirah is working, the different obstacles that he pers- puts in the person's path to prevent the person from getting up in the morning on time, to prevent the person from learning, from davening, from whatever mitzvahs they need to do. As Rabbein Azal discusses this in the beginning of chapter 7 in the second half of Likut Imran, Ayin Sham, where Rabbein Azal says there that the real problem, when we talk about having Rachmanes on a Jew, there are people, charitable people, philanthropists, who donate millions of dollars to hospitals. Why? Because there's no bigger mitzvah in the world to, to save lives, to help people, people that are sick, people that are dying. What could be bigger than that? The answer is what could be bigger than that is people who are dying spiritually. To die physically is terrible. To die spiritually is a billion times worse. A person dies physically, they can come back begilgo. They, 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 there's tikkun. A person dies spiritually, a person who is spiritually dying, that's a billion times worse. That's a much bigger rachmonis. To be able to support the tzaddikim, the moistos of where they're learning Torah properly, where they're bringing people close to Hashem properly, so that people will have an eternal future. People say the most important thing is your health. Yeah, to be a healthy cow or a healthy giraffe. That, that's very important, that I should be a healthy giraffe. That's the most important, or is the most important thing that I should be religious? I should know about, I, I should know what, what I'm doing in this world, why Hashem put me in this world, what my mission is. I'll live, I'll eat and drink and sleep and work. I'll be a good, healthy cow my whole life, and then they'll put me in the grave, and then what? And I'll die like a cow, and I'll have a, the future of a cow. Whereas if a person is to live a proper religious life and they go through all kinds of problems, they have health issues, financial issues, shalom ba, everything, all the problems in the world, <clears throat> but through all of those problems they try to do as much as they can to serve Hashem, that person has a future. That person has oilam haba, ganeden, eternity. Vatikun lezeh and the tikun to all of the tzoros that a person has, all of the tzoros, <coughs> the, the materialistic tzoros, the physical tzoros, and especially the spiritual tzoros, the tikkun for it is mikveh. V'zehu mikveh Yisroel Moishioi Be'es Tzoro. Lomo tia keger boretz. The Pesach continues there. <coughs> Why should you be like a stranger in the world? Lomo tia ke'ish nidhom. Why should you be like a person who's in total confusion? Like a strong person who cannot help themselves. <clears throat> However, you are among us, Hashem. And your name is upon us. Don't forsake us. This is all the tefill of Yirmi Anavi. Yirmiyanovi is crying out, screaming to Hashem, that Hashem should save us, with the merit of the going to the mikveh of the Jewish people. That's how the whole tefillah begins. By doing that, we'll be to draw the spirit of life from the, these living waters. That's the main salvation and solution to all problems. 
Shehem Hamoinemise, which are what try to block us and prevent us from being able to receive that Ruachayim of Kedusha. Vialkain Mikve Loshin Toicheles Vetikva. And this is why the word mikveh has several meanings. One of the meanings of mikveh is hope, future. Kizeh Iker HaTikva, because this is the real, real hope and salvation of Klal Yisrael. Shaydezeh Yeshlonu Koyach Lizboil HaYisurim Shel Hamoinim. That's also what gives us the, the power, the ability to, to be able to handle all the suffering that we, re- that we get from all the obstacles, and to strengthen ourselves with holy desire, until we'll succeed in overcoming all of the obstacles. As the Pesach says, If only I would trust, I would believe, that I'm going to get to see the goodness of Hashem in the land of the living. Kaveh el Hashem. Hope to Hashem. Note, Kaveh, Milosh Mikveh. Kaveh el Hashem. Hope to Hashem. Chazak v'ameitz libecha. Toughen up your heart. V'kaveh el Hashem. And hope to Hashem. Ukumesh Shapirosh Rashi, as Rashi HaKodesh expounds on that Pasuk, that a person has to hope and hope Tashem. The, the word kave also means tefillah, a tefillah and another tefillah and another tefillah, not to quit, not to persist. And one of the things that gives the person the energy, the strength, is this toiveling in the mikveh. When a person goes into the mikveh, they're drawing upon themselves the light and holiness that comes from the divine spirit of Moshiach. And that's what enables the person to daven and learn Torah with powerful new desire and intensity. This is the concept of going to the mikveh every day before davening, especially. It's interesting. Today is Rosh Chodesh. There's a story with Rabbi Naftali Zal, one of the closest students of Rabbi Nezal, that he came to Shachris one morning on Rosh Chodesh. And he put on his talis and he was going to continue davening. And Rabbi Nezal went over to him and Rabbi Nezal said, Naftali, mikveh. Rabbi Nezal knew that he had not gone to the mikveh before davening. So Rabbi Naftali Zal motioned like, I'll go after davening. Rabbi Nezal said, on Rosh Chodesh, mikveh, before davening, to try to make sure to go before davening. Here Rabbi Nezal tells us that when a person goes to the mikveh before davening, that gives the person new energy, new desire, new rotzim, and powerful rotzim, to daven better, to learn better. And through this powerful desire, this gives the person the strength, to be able to handle all the difficulties, all the problems, and not to deviate from the truth that nothing should push me off course. I should be focused the whole time on the emes. But rather to strengthen myself and fortify myself with that positive hope. That Hashem will not leave, will not forsake those who really want the truth and he will definitely, definitely help them for the sake of Hashem's holy name. Remember again, as Rav Nosanzal is going through the terrible things he went through, this is the chizuk that he's writing for himself and for Klal Yisrael. And this enables the person to overcome all of the obstacles. 
Vialkain Beemis Hiflig Rebiakiva Moid Beshevach Mailas Taras Israel Alidea Mikvaktoisha. And this is why we find an incredible statement in the Gemara at the end of Mesech de Yuma, where Rabbi Akiva speaks about the incredible benefits and the holiness of, of Jews going to the mikveh. As it says over there, Omar Rabbi Akiva, Ashrechem Yisrael, how fortunate, how lucky are you, the Jewish people. Lifnei mi atem metarim, for who are you purifying yourself? And who is the one who's purifying you? Avichem Shabashamayim, your father in heaven. The Oimer, as the Pasik says, Mikveh Yisroel Hashem. The mikveh of the Jewish people is Hashem. Kimailas Tvilas Mikveh Atsuma Ugedoila Maoid. Because the benefit of toiveling in a mikveh is very, very great and powerful. Ashreyam Yisroel Fortunate are the Jewish people who are zeichet to, to this. We'll just finish the paragraph and we'll take questions. And this is also why Rabbi Nezah writes in Sefer Hamidois, which is called Sefer Alapeis, Shetoiv Leishev Bamikva Tachas Hamayim Ad Shaloyucha Lanshim that it's a very, very good thing when a person is going to the mikvah, when they have the opportunity, when they're not, when it, it's not a mikvah that only one person can dip and 600 people are trying to go in, you can't do this. But when a person's in a mikvah and there's room there, there's space and he's not in anybody's way and he's not late for davening, a person, it's very good for a person to go under the water and stay under the water and hold your breath until you're about to explode, until you can't hold your breath anymore. And Rabbi Nezal said that this is an incredible way of a person being mamtik dinim, removing any type of judgments against them. There's a pasuk, kibol mayim ad nofesh. This is talking about when, when Hashem told the Jews to run into the Red Sea to run into the water, and Nachshon ben Aminotov was the first one who ran in. He ran in, and he went up to the water, the water was up to his legs, then the water was up to his chest, then the water got up to his nose, and nothing was happening. So he cried out to Hashem, and he said, Hashem, save me, because the water is up to my life, up to my soul. If I go in any further, I'm gonna die. Period. If something doesn't happen. And it was at that moment that the water split. That Mesiras Nefesh that he showed, that Hashem said, go, go. He ran. He ran into the water and kept running until he couldn't go any further. And at that point, he turned up to Hashem and said those words, Hashem, save me. Because the water is up to my life. I'm in the water now, and if I stay, if I go any further, I'm going to die. And that's when, that's when he got the Yeshua. That's when he got that incredible miracle. And Rabbi Nezah brings that Pasuk. That Pasuk applies to each and every one of us. That when a person is under the water in a mikvah, and they're holding their breath, ad nofesh, until they can't hold it anymore, that's a tremendous time of Hoshiyani Likim, of a person receiving a tremendous Yeshua. Because a person has to nullify themselves with tremendous desire and with Mesiras Nefesh, prepared to put my life on the line. In order to be Zoycha through toiveling in the mikveh to receive that new Ruach. A person has to, in a sense, die to be able to receive that new life. And that's why Rabbi Nezal said, by doing this, a person nullifies and negates any of the dinim against them. Shehem hamaniyos, which are these obstacles. Ki ikar kol hamaniyos hem dinim. Because what's behind all the different obstacles preventing a person from learning, from davening, from coming close to Hashem, from getting married, whatever it is, what's behind it is these dinim, 
these judgments. And one of the ways that we eliminate them is by toiveling in the mikvah, bifrat kisheshoya kanal, especially if a person is able to, to wait under the water, to wait and wait until they can't wait any longer. That's a display of this intense desire and longing for Hashem that I want to die for Hashem. This helps a person overcome all obstacles. And the person is to be able to actualize all of their good ritzainos. I want to become religious. I want to become close to Hashem. I want to daven. I want to learn. I want to get married. I want to give tzedakah. All the good ritzainas. Any questions, please? Shalom Aleichem, Rabbi Kodesh Tov. Yes. My question is, I'm, I'm going a little bit back earlier in the shiur where you mentioned uh, Yosef HaTzadik and the Tzadik Yesod Olam. And my question is, I know that one of the sources in the Torah that talks about the tzaddik yesod olam is the nar ayotze me'aged me'eden la'ashkot et hagan, which is um, talking about the tzaddik. And my question is, does that mean that the tzaddik yesod olam exists prior to Hashem creating a man? And the second question is, that voice was the same voice as Nishmat Yosef tzaddik? The answer is there is such a concept because the, the Medrash says and the Gemara says that Hashem consulted with the souls of the tzaddikim before creating the world. That's the wording. That Hashem was mitya'etz with the neshamois of tzaddikim before creating the world, whether to go ahead with creation or not. So there is such a concept of the neshamois of tzaddikim being existing before creation, in a sense. These are obviously very deep concepts that if we'll be zorichet to learn a lot of chassid, a lot of sforim, a lot of chassidish sforim and sifrei kabbalah, we'll be able to understand this better and better. But there definitely is such a concept. And I remember hearing in a shir in Tikkunei Zoya from Rav Rosenfeld that the Tikkunei Zoya says that the word nohor, Nohor, that river, that Nohor Yoitzem Yedon Sagan, the word Nohor, Bemilui, when you write each letter as a word, Nun Vav Nun, Hey Hey, Reish Shin, is Bigimatria Bris, Bris. The Tzaddik is called Bris, the Yisoid Bris. So that the Nohor very often represents the Tzaddik. That's this river that flows from Eden and waters the garden that all Hashpois come to the world from Hashem via the Tzaddik. Thank you. Yeah. I saw someone mention in the chat that we mentioned in the past that when a person cannot get to the mikvah, one, one of the alternatives is tikanakloli, to say a tikanakloli and have in mind that this should be in place of toiveling in the mikvah. So here again, the the, the rotzain that a person says Tehillim with, when a person puts their heart into the words of Tehillim, that's also a sim, that's this Kaveel Hashem, Chazak V'yameitz Libecha V'Kaveel Hashem. The Torah is referred to as a mikvah. The Tzaddik is referred to as a mikvah. We saw here, Rabbi Nussan Zal used the wording, that, the, that mikvah is Hatikvah. The word Hatikvah is Bigimatria 516, which is Bigimatria Rebbe Nachman ben Fega. Rebbe Nachman ben Fega is Bigimatria Hatikva, because it's brought that the Tzaddik is a mikvah. It's a covered Rishchidish, we can repeat this maybe. One of the incredible chidushim that I heard from Rav Rosenfeld, which ties together beautifully everything we've been learning here, is there's a, there's a machloikis in the Gemara. The Gemara says that beria, the Gemara in the Bavli says that a beria afilu be'elef loibotel, a complete organism, a mouse or, or a, a, a bird, a living thing, even if you have a thousand times as much kosher, if it falls into a pot, 
and you have a thousand times as much kosher against it, it does not become botel. Because it's a choshev thing, it's a berry, it's a complete living thing, it doesn't become nullified. In the Yerushalmi, there's an opinion that says that if you have 960 times as much, it can even nullify a barrier. It can even negate a barrier. And the Gemara shows how we get to that number 960. People that know Gemara are familiar with this. The Cheshben of Lugin and everything. So it's brought that a mikveh, the, the, the minimal amount of water in a mikveh, is 40 saw. Uh, and and the, the Gemara tells us that a saw is six kabin, and a kav is four lugin. We know that when it comes to liquid measure, usually the most standard measure is lugin. When we say a kiddush cup should be a revius, it has to be a revius. Revius means a quarter, a quarter of what? A revius halug. Everybody knows that usually throughout the Torah, when we talk about liquid measurements, it's lugin. So when it comes to mikveh, a mikveh, minimal amount of water in a mikveh is 40 saw. A saw is 24 lugin, which means a mikveh is 960 lugin. It has this quality that can even nullify a barrier. Barrier means a complete being. A human being who is tome, a person who is tome with all types of tumor, they toivel, they go into the mikveh, which has 960 units of purity, it can nullify the tumor. It can negate all the dinam against that person. Another version of this is, we have, we're, 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 today is Rosh Chodesh Tammuz, and we're going into the final quarter of the year, Tammuz of and Elul. Elul is the final month of the year, which is going to close the year. And there's a Mishnah that says, Noisnan lebesula shnei Moser Chodesh, that Hashem gives the besula, Besula is the sign of the zodiac of the month of Elul. The Hashem gives the month of Elul the power of 12 months. That if a person does a proper tshuva in the month of Elul, it can serve as a tikkun for the entire year. <clears throat> so we have the month of Elul, and then we have it followed by the Aseris Yemei Tshuva, Rosh Hashanah through Yom Kippur. <clears throat> so it's 40 days. And those are the 40 days that Moshe Rabbeinu went up to Shemayim. <clears throat> and was able to come back down with Hashem forgiving the Jews for the sin of the Egel Azov. Moshe Rabbeinu went up on Rosh Chodesh and he came down on Yom Kippur when Hashem said, Solachti Kedvorecha. 40 days times 24 hours is again this 960, this unit of 960 that could even nullify a barrier, it could even eliminate the tumor from a barrier, from a living thing, a, a person. That's time. So we have time, <coughs> we have a location, mikvah, and now we have a person, the tzaddik. The tzaddik is a mikvah. The tzaddik has the power to purify. <coughs> Where do we see this? Yosef. Yosef is the symbol of tzaddik. The word Yosef is yudvav, Yud is 10, Vav is 6, is 16. Pei, in Hebrew, when you want to say times, 6 times 3, 12 times 4, is Pa'omim. Pa'omim means times. Yud, Vav, Pa'omim, Samach, 16 times 60 is 960. To show that the Tzaddik has this power of this 960 that could even purify a barrier that could even nullify the tumor from a barrier, from a human being, from a living person. Now Rav Nosenzal goes back to the topic of Oimer. We started this speaking a little bit about it. <coughs> That's Sfiras Oimer. Paragraph Chafalif. V'yalkein al yidei hanofas ho'oimer hu mapolas hacholkim vahasoinim. And this will explain also why one of the powerful things in Yiddishkeit that brings about the downfall of our enemies is the mitzvah of bringing the oimer in the Beis Hamikdash. The, the oimer, a certain measurement of barley that was brought and that was lifted up in all six directions. Kamashukosov, <clears throat> as the Pasuk says, Ubimilchamois Tenufa Nilchambohem. With wars of Tenufa, Tenufa is the term used for lifting up the oimer. 
Hashem does battle against, so we do, we do battle against our enemies. V'chein bimei hasfira machniyim hamoisrim, sheheim hamoinim. And it's brought also that during the 49 days of Sfira Soimer, that's a time that we can bring about the downfall of a Moiser. A Moiser is a person who goes to the non-Jews to testify against another Jew, Chas to get a Jew put into prison, jail, <coughs> which is what happened to Rav Nosenzal. And, and according to the Torah, that's one of the worst crimes that a person could possibly, possibly do, to be a Moiser. As Rabbein Zal writes in Sefer Hamidois, <clears throat> that it's brought, we say, Lo Oimer. We say, Hayoim Shishoyomim Lo Oimer. It's brought that the word Lo Oimer makes up the first letters of Meigra Rama Lebira Amikta. This is an expression in the Gemara which means from a very, very high place to go down to a deep ditch. To, meaning to bring about the mapola a moiser is people who are paid sometimes for the by the goyim. They're given money or they're given respect, power in order to snitch on Jews, in order to go go to the goyim and tell them or, uh, against against testify against Jews chas v'shalom. So that that person is beigra rama. He's in a high place, and to bring about his complete downfall is the first letters of Meigra Rama Labira Mikta spell this word Lo Oimer. Kalide Oimer Soirim Usfira, because through that korban and the counting that we do from that day till Shavuos, Machnien Umeshabrim Hamaniois, we bring about the downfall and elimination of all the obstacles. And this automatically will bring about the downfall of our enemies and people who actually go to the Goyesha government to get a Jew put into jail prison. That's these obstacles. The Zohar Kodesh says that this Oymer of barley is the test that's given to the woman when a man accuses his wife of being soita and we want to see if the accusation is true or not we give her to drink those special waters the Zohar Kodesh says that's what's taking place <coughs> during Sfira Soimer Shehem Knesses Yisroel the Eishes Chayel is the Jewish nation, the Jewish people Ki Hameniyois Heim Iker Habedika because the obstacles that a person experiences in trying to come close to Hashem, the obstacles and the tests that the person has, those are the meniyos. And, and those are what test a person to see how serious they are. If the person will be able to withstand the test, and to overcome the obstacles that are preventing him from trying to come close to Hashem. And whoever has a stronger heart and leans more towards the truth Hashem gives that person bigger tests, more difficult tests, to test them to see how big he really is, how much he really wants to come close to Hashem. Kamashikosov, as it says clearly in Tilim, Hashem Tzadik Yivchon. Hashem tests the Tzadik. Kamashom Rabbi Medrash, and as the Medrash says, Hapishtoni Azer, a person who works with flax to turn it into linen, Kol Mashahu Yodea Shapishtono Yofe. The more he knows that he has a better quality flax, he beats it more in order to turn it into linen. Because he knows that this flax, if you punch it, you beat it, it's not going to break, it's, not, it's going to turn into a finer type of linen. Because this is one of the main reasons why Hashem put us in this world, Bishvil Habechira 
because of free choice. So that we should able to stand up to withstand the tests, to overcome the obstacles that block us from coming close to Hashem. The Iker Kabola Satoira Shubhina Shivuas Toloi Bozer. And the whole concept of Klal Yisrael being able to receive the Torah, or an individual person being Zoycha to really, really connect to the Torah, is dependent on this. It's dependent on being tested and tested, and obstacles being put in the person's path, and the person being able to rise above it, to overcome, to ratchet up his Ratzon, to want it more and more and more until the person succeeds completely. And this is why leading up to Shavuos, before Shavuos, we count 49 days. Through this, each and every one of us goes through a major purification. As the Pasuk speaks about silver being refined, being melted and refined and refined, seven times seven, Shivosayim is seven times seven. Shivosayim heim bechinas mem tes That's these 49 days of the Oimer. And Rav Nelson Zal said earlier, in the middle of the paragraph, mi sheyesh loy leiv chosok beyoyser will be able to succeed. That it's not who has more muscles in his hand, it's a person who's, who has a stronger heart the heart is the place of the desire, cheshik, ratzayim. The Bnei Socher brings that 49, why 49 days of the Omer? 49 is begimatria lev toiv. That's what we're trying to develop during these 49 days of the Omer, to purify and strengthen our heart, to ratch up that ratzayim more. I want it more, more, more. And, and the Bnei Socher, Rav Nassim explains, so now it says in the Torah, Tisbru Hamishim Yom, we count 50 days. What do you mean? It's not true. We don't count 50. We get almost to the finish line, and then we walk away, then we quit. We count 49 days, and the most important day, the 50th day, we don't count. What do we do? We come to Shul on the night of Shavuos, we daven Mincha, and then what do we do? We wait. And then what do we do? We wait. We wait longer. We wait until even those people who daven Meirev early sometimes, the Sfat, Shavuos night, everybody has to wait. What are we waiting for? We're waiting. That waiting is these Ritzinois. We're yearning, yearning. When a person's waiting for something, when a person has to wait, they get more intense and more intense. The longer they're waiting, the Ritzin becomes stronger, and that's how we go into Shavuos. With this super intense rotzain, that's how we get the vayered Hashem al Har Sinai, that Hashem comes down to us. Hashem gives us the shtei halechem that we bring on Shavuos. Rav Nosson Zal mentioned that pishnayim, that double portion. Any questions? A question in the chat for women or other people who can't go to the mikvah, can giving stucker be an equivalent to mikvah in terms of getting Yeshua? The, the answer is, Rav Nosson Zal said, Mikvah is Hamtoka Sadinim. Tztoka is Hamtoka Sadinim. Tztoka Tatsil Mimovis, it says. Tztoka saves a person from death. And again, whenever any person has any kind of a tzara, one of the first things, put something in Tztoka, to be Mamtik the Din, to give Tztoka, a pigyon, a pigyon nefesh, to be Mamtik the Din. Anyone else? The answer is, in the words itself, this expression, I'm holding my breath. Hold, what does holding my breath mean? I'm waiting. I'm waiting intensely for something. That's called holding your breath. So when a person, I'll give you an example, and, and this is today, Rosh Chodesh, a few minutes ago, a few hours, we said Halel. And in Halel, on Rosh Chodesh, 
on one of the most powerful places in the Hallel is when we say, Ono Hashem Hoishiyana, Ono Hashem Hatzlichana. My Rebbe, Rav Rosenfeld, when he used to say Hallel, he was the chazan often for them, when he would say the Ono Hashem Hoishiyana, he would stretch it out and hold his breath. He would stretch that on and that no as long as he could, thinking during while screaming those words on thinking of all the different Yeshuas that I need. So it seems it definitely does have an application, especially in Tefillah. That caveat that, that when a person is screaming, you know, screaming with their whole heart to Hashem, that's also a form of holding your breath. When a person's not stopping, you know, that long scream, that silent scream, these are all forms of the holding one's breath. But there's, there's this special example of it, the case of this nofesh. And again, the, the term mayim means physical water. The word mayim is also used to represent all the obstacles, all the, the waves of the sitrachra that a person encounters, that, that are ad nofesh, that a person feel, I feel I'm going to die from all the trouble and pain and difficulty and sorrows that we're going through. That's this kibo maim ad nofesh. And what's my response? My response is, hoishieni elokim, Hashem, help me, save me. It's, it's, there's a pasuk nafshi yotza bedabroi, that when a person is speaking with intensity, when a person is screaming in tefillah, whether it's the real scream or the silent scream, that's also mesiras nefesh. His soul, the soul, he's spilling his guts in his words, in the words of tefillah, when it's with that kind of intensity. A good chaydish. Tomorrow we have again rosh chaydish. There's still more. Incredible, incredible. This, this is one of the extraordinary halachas and likuti halachas that we're privileged to be in the middle of now. Baruch Hashem. A good day, a good gemen shchedesh to all. Thank you, Rav Nassim.